much, praise band and praise team. this morning, oh God. We say thank you, Lord, for just bringing us here to the new life of Calvary to hear your word today. We are so 
so honored that you know us by name. You care for us and you provide for us, Lord. So we just say thank you, God, for everything that you are doing and everything you shall do in the future for our lives. We truly give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Lord, we are praying today for our second shutter ministry, God. We just say thank you, Lord, for all the wonderful things that we have uh, been doing. You've been enabling us to do the prayer shawls, the cards, the calls, the visits, Lord. We just say thank you, Lord, for just enabling us to be your hands and your feet in this world, to be able to care for your children, Lord. We're asking you to heal our sick, God. We're asking you to encourage those that might be shut in at home. today, Lord. Help them to have their hope and their faith in you, God. And we are praying for those that, because of this pandemic, may not have been able to come back health-wise. We're praying that you do bring them back to church, Lord, into the sanctuary, God. We're just especially praying for them today, God, because you know every need that we have. And we ask you to be with them today as we are in our worship service today. And just thank you for the provision, the food, the help that you're giving them. Protect our sick and shut in, Lord, from just scammers, God, even from families that may be taking advantage of our sick and shut in, Lord. We just ask you, God, to protect us, Lord, those that might be um, vulnerable in some way or form. We just ask you, Lord, to just keep them safe, Lord, wherever they are. We are praying, Lord, today for our prison ministry. We say thank you, Lord, for the ministry that we that we had yesterday for the wind down in St. Clairsville, Lord. We just say thank you that we know that somebody got saved. Somebody got saved yesterday and continue to encourage their faith where they are, Lord. We ask you to move the right people in their path and move the wrong people out of those people's paths in our prison ministry as well, Lord. So continue to help enable us to support them. Lord, we are praying also for our, uh, our children. God, to continue to just guide them wherever they are. Use the wrong influences out of their life, Lord, and help them just to grow up in you. You said that you train up a child um, from a very young age in you, and they will not depart from you when they get old. So that's our prayer today for our kids, that they, they, they are trained up in you, that they know you, and they won't depart from you even when they get older. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for protecting our children, Lord. And we ask you, God, to continue to keep them at school, Lord, and help them with their tests. And just give them provision for the summertime, Lord. You know, help the parents find some good care uh, for the summer. So we're praying for our kids as well. God, and we just pray for our church at large. We thank you, Lord, for the deacons. We thank you, Lord, for just being able to serve um, for funerals, Lord, being able to serve you. Uh, we're just so thankful for our elders, Lord. We're just so thankful for every ministry that church, Lord. You call us by name. You are the one that enables us. You are the one that sends us out into the world. So we just say thank you, God, that you are covering our church today and you love us, Lord. So, and also, Lord, we're asking for a special blessing, Lord, on the, on the sermon today. And thank you, Lord, for just the words. Move our hearts, God, because we want to be in love with you and with, in love with your son, Jesus, Lord. Change the heart of our church to you. 
Good morning. Today I will be, can you hear me? Okay. I will be reading from the Old Testament, Genesis 32, chapter 32, verses 22 through 25.
of the time. <laughs> Praise God. So we want to be supportive of the ministry way over in uh, Nigeria, the Rotulu home. So if you are able today, we are asking that you will give just a little bit extra to support the orphanage. As our ushers come forward, let us prepare our hearts and minds in prayer. Gracious and holy God, you are so kind, Lord, and so generous. And we thank you, Lord, that you have been so giving towards each and every one of us, Lord. You are the great provider. You have given us more than we could ever imagine, Lord Jesus. And for that, we are extremely grateful. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you would take a moment today, Lord, and bless these tithes and offerings, Lord. We want to be found faithful in your kingdom, Lord Jesus. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would magnify and amplify, Lord. You know all the different parts of our our building that needs help right now. In the name of Jesus, we ask you to bless us, Lord, 
so that we can get those things straight. You also know, Lord Jesus, those here today and online, Lord, who need a little bit extra help in their own finances today, Lord, that need a bill paid, that's worried about something, a car, the house, the whatever it is, Lord Jesus, we already know that you will provide. But we humbly ask, Lord, that you would help us, Lord, with those individual needs today, Lord. So we thank you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. And we praise you, Lord, for all good gifts given through you. We ask your blessing and your favor. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Praise God. We will now be blessed with our special music today. Vincent singing today? Praise God. All right. Vincent singing today. So let us be blessed. Listen.
Lord, you're speaking to all of our hearts today, Lord Jesus, that we, we want to give ourselves away to you, Lord. We want to be used by you, Lord. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for how you've been speaking to us this service this day. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us through your word. Thank you for speaking to us through your song. And Lord, Holy Spirit, we pray now we would be spoken through through your word. Lord, we thank you. We want to be surrendered wholly unto you today, Lord. We give ourselves to you. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Praise God. Wow, that song was beautiful. That's one of our favorites, isn't it? Amen. Tell your neighbor, hallelujah. <laughs> and this one is called Love Has a Name. Love Has a Name. Praise God. Who can define love for us today? What is love? Patience. Never ending. Kind. What, is, what are some things that people think are love but are not? Money, <laughs> lust, greed, <laughs> sex, a lot of people think sex is love, it's not love. Anything else? Pride. Sacrifice is part of love, praise God, praise God. Trust, trust is a part of love. How many of y'all can remember the first time you fell in love? <laughs> Some things we just don't want to remember, right, John? <laughs> Some things like I don't want to remember that. <laughs> Do you remember though when you first saw that person and you was really attracted to them? And maybe you didn't know their name. How long did it take you to find out their name? Not very long. <laughs> Two seconds. Maybe you was in high school, you went up to your friend like, hey, who is that? their name, right? You've never fallen in love with somebody and you don't know their name. So today we're starting with week one, love has, lo love starts with a name. Say love starts with a name. How does it feel when someone knows your name? Does it feel good? Do you ever want someone not to know your name? Who is that? Like the bill collector? <laughs> You don't want them knowing your name, right? <laughs> Anybody else you don't want to know your name? <laughs> Sometimes we don't want our ex to know our name, right? <laughs> but it feels good when someone knows our name, doesn't it? When someone, especially that we don't expect to know our name, knows our name, we're like, oh, wow, I didn't know you knew my name. You know, I had to call the water company this week. The sewer bill is high, praise the Lord. We praying, right? <laughs> So we had to call the water company, and we had to have a discussion about our current bill. So when I asked, you know, I was all in my mood, though, y'all. I was, you know, when you call the water company and the, the light company and the gas company, you get yourself mentally prepared. Like, you're not always at your finest, amen? Because <laughs> you're ready to have to say, look, you're going to have to help me fix this bill. So when, I, when the lady answered the phone, she said, 
she said, hello, how are you doing? I'm Kelly. And I was like, that's strange. <laughs> and I was, you know, but I'm, I'm in my mood. And I said, hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm from the life of Calvary, and I'm calling about the water bill. And so then she says, hey, Reverend Kelly. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> so I thought, maybe I just heard something. <laughs> I kept on talking. So I was like, so this bill. And I just went, ooh. And says, you know, we talking and talking. And then she finally says, Pastor Kelly, you don't know who I am? And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I was in my mood, y'all. <laughs> I was like, well, who are you? I, I think I heard you say your name was Kelly. Is your name is the same as my name? And she said, yeah, I used to go to your church. I said, oh, no. <laughs> and then she started telling me about her daughter, uh, Chelsea and Joy. And I was like, oh, I do remember your kids. Her kids were in our summer camp program. And they went to our summer camp for many years. So how, y'all, how many of y'all know I had to shift my mood, right? <laughs> I had to shift my mood. She knew my name. She knew where I was from. She knew who I was. She knew what job I held. Amen. <laughs> So have you ever been in a situation like that where you didn't expect somebody to know who you were and then they knew who, who you were? Learning names is very important. Learning a name is often the first step to a relationship and a friendship. You know who is your best friend? Shout out a name. Who is your best friend? Who? Janice. between me and Casey. If you call me Casey too many times, I'm going to stop being your friend. <laughs> like, you don't know who I am? It's been 10 years. You still calling me Casey? <laughs> so we, we know that it's important that our friends know our names, right? Because when we know our names, when our friends know us, they know our story, right? They know something about us. So learning someone's name is the entry point. Say entry point. It's the initial way that your relationships begin to grow. Think about it. When you went to kindergarten, what is the first thing the teacher helps you to learn? Your name. How to spell your name, right? Kindergarten teacher teaches you all the names of all the kids in the classrooms, right? So love starts with a name. Say that with me. Love starts with a name. When we know someone's name, we know, we know they have value. They have worth. In our world today, is so many of the times when we hear, they did this and they that did that. Have you ever asked the question, who is the they? Who, who is the they? Do the they have a name? Yes, they do. Amen. See, a name represents somebody's story. Say story. When we know each other's story, we begin to understand that we matter to each other, don't we? And guess what? Jesus knows your name. You know, sometimes when I pray, I try to make sure to pray for all of you by name. One time I gave myself the challenge of trying to name all your names without using the church directory. Oh, my God, that was pretty hard, you all. Because I was like, Lord, wait, let me help. Think about that person that sits over there to the left. All the ones that sit to the left, bring them to my mind. And I was like, what about the ones to 
What about the ones to the right? If I ask you all to stand up now, could you name everybody's name in this room? Could you, la- could you name at least 50 people's names? 40. 30. 20. 20? Shani, you could do 20? 10? 10? Come on. Somebody could do 10. You could do 10, Hazel? Hazel, like, don't call me, though. <laughs> I could do 10, but don't call me. Who can do 10 and wants to be called, wants to prove it? You can do 10, Pearly? If I give you the mic right now, you can do 10. First and last name. Anna, you can do 10? All right, somebody give Anna a mic, please. Give her the mic. Give Anna a mic. Anna, Anna about to do 10. Y'all can help her out. You can phone a friend. Anna? Give Anna a mic, please. She ain't here. <laughs> she said she got 10 in her Bible study class. <laughs> Go ahead. Da- wait, wait, what was the first one you said? David Watts. David Bell. Two Davids. Margaret Mallory. Denise Green, Andrea Pride, we up to five, Annette Thompson, six, Clemens, Walker, seven, Ed Harrison, Joseph Stewart, that's nine, you need one more. Zacchaeus, he was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. 
She wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, she could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed the sycamore fig tree to see him. Since Jesus was coming that way, when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. So there's a lot happening in this story, but I want you all to pay attention to the fact that Jesus was passing through town. Now, everybody knew Jesus' name. That was not a question. But here it is, this man, he wants to see Jesus. He's a short man. Anybody got, you know, issues with height? <laughs> some of us, <laughs> a few, few got issues with height. Some of us in the middle, like me, and y'all tall folks just drive all of us crazy because y'all can see everything. <laughs> but Zacchaeus was a short man. So it was the crowd, and he could not see to see Jesus. So he's trying his best to see Jesus, and he wants to see Jesus so desperately that he climbs up a tree. How many of you all have ever climbed up a tree? Did you ever make it to the whole top? I remember I climbed to the top of a tree when I was like a cat. I was scared. I couldn't come back down, y'all. My mother had to come save me out of that tree. But Zacchaeus was not afraid. He climbed the tree so he could see Jesus. Jesus looked up. Now, this is a full crowd of people, everybody. Nobody had on name tags. Nobody passed out names along the way. One of the ways that I cheat as a pastor, you all, you all now I'm giving away my secret that I don't know if I want to give away. But sometimes I forget your name, and I slide over to Sylvia, and I say, Sylvia, what's that one's name? What's that one's name? And she say, she shakes her head. She say, that's such and such. I'm like, oh, thank you. There was no person on the side to help Jesus to, have, to help with the name. So here it is. The man is up in the tree. Jesus looks up and sees him. And Jesus calls him by name. His name. He doesn't stumble over his name. He pronounces his name correctly. How in the world did Jesus know this man's name? How did he get his name? Nobody gave him a clue. Jesus knew his name because Jesus is the God of the universe and he knows all of our names. So not only does Jesus say Zacchaeus, he tells Zacchaeus, come down here. Why does Zacchaeus listen to him? Zacchaeus immediately comes out of the tree and Jesus says, I'm staying at your house tonight. Anybody ready for Jesus to come stay at your house today? <laughs> Some of us should be like, no, my dish is not done. My guest room is looking bad. I don't even have a guest room where Jesus don't sleep at. Not that Jesus. I got to get my house ready first. How many times have we heard that I got to get my house ready first before Jesus can come in? That's our hearts, right? Zacchaeus didn't say, Jesus, you can't come to my house tonight. Immediately he came down. And what does the story say happened? The people in the crowd began to mutter. And they began to grumble, and they began to say, he is gone to be in the house of a sinner. 
so Zacchaeus was known, y'all. <laughs> Zacchaeus had a story. The people in the crowd knew Zacchaeus was a sinner, and they were thinking Jesus didn't go to his house. Think about that. Jesus didn't go to the house of a sinner, but Jesus came to save the sinner. Jesus is not looking for all of those sanctified, already, you know, unsinful people. He's looking for the sinners. So who is he looking for? Me and you and all of us. He's looking for the sinner. And here the crowd didn't want those religious folks, didn't want Jesus to go to the people who needed help. Can y'all say, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> That's the house he needed to go to. Sometimes we are afraid to go to folks' houses or to be around folks because they got a certain reputation. We don't want to be seen with them, do we? But how many of us know those people need to be seen with us? We need to know them. They need to know us. Because guess what? At some point in our lives, we were the sinner, weren't we? And somebody didn't want to be associated with us. Somebody probably didn't want to be seen with us at all. They were like, no, nah, you know who Kelly is? No, nah, I'm not going there near her at all. But Jesus knew who Zacchaeus was. Zacchaeus was trying to get to Jesus, and Jesus was right there waiting for him. And Jesus knew his name. He knew his name. Jesus knows everybody's name, every person in our lives. Do you know one of the easiest ways to serve Christ, one of the easiest ways that all of us can do immediately, it doesn't cost money, it really doesn't cost a lot of time, the one way you can serve Jesus is just by learning somebody's name. Just by learning somebody's name. Because when you learn somebody's name, guess what? You got to go up to them, you got to talk to them, you got to introduce yourself and say, my name is, what's your name? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Don't need to know the whole story, but I want to know a little bit about you today. Serve Jesus by learning somebody's name. Say, I can learn a name. Who can learn a name? We can all learn a name, can't we? And when we learn someone's name, we begin to learn a little bit about their story. We don't have to learn to know their whole story from beginning to end, but we can begin to learn their story because Jesus knows your story. Think about that. Jesus knows your story. He knows every relationship you ever had. Guess what? He knows your ex that you don't like no more. <laughs> you know that ex that you don't want to call, that you got blocked on all your social media accounts, that ex that get on your nerves? Guess what? Jesus knows that person. Jesus knows the people who have hurt you. Every single person in your life that has ever hurt you, Jesus knows them too. Jesus knows all your coworkers. Did you know that? Those coworkers that drive you insane, guess what? Jesus knows them too. Jesus knows your next door neighbor, your down the street neighbor. How many of y'all know y'all neighbors? Yeah, oh, y'all good. How many of y'all don't know y'all neighbors? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like in the house next to you and the house on the other side and the house across the street. That's all I got. I can't go down the street. <laughs> you you got those? Those okay, what about the neighbors that live a little bit further down the street? <laughs> you know those neighbors, Shannon. Remember back in the day when you would know everybody that
It's crazy, you guys. I still remember the house I grew up in. I could tell you all the names of everybody in every house and which house they lived in. Like the Harrises lived in the red and white house, and Miss Curly lived in the yellow house, and the Johnsons lived in the blue house. Can anybody else do that with me? Because we know their names, don't we? <laughs> Something changed in our world, though, that we no longer know our neighbors. We might know the ones on the left and the right and across the street, but what is it if we would really know the ones around the block and down the street? All of our neighbors, because Jesus knows all of our neighbors. Guess what? Jesus also knows our spouses. Our boyfriends, our girlfriends, Jesus knows the people we encounter on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Jesus knows all the people that get on your nerves, even the ones that randomly cross your path. What did you do yesterday? Anybody? What did you do yesterday? You came? Oh, some of y'all was here at the church. Praise God. Okay. To work, you went to lunch. You went to a tea in Toledo. Did anybody pass any random person? Who do you remember passing that you know you didn't know? Just a random person. You pass a name, a patient. Did you find out a name? Did you say hi? with a complete stranger, a friend. Who did you talk to? You got your mic, Jan? That's what hot. Okay. For Musicians uh, Jam, and I met a lot of, about four or five different people. Tell, tell us about one. Thomas O'Malley. He plays with Lenny. Oh, you met somebody that played with Lenny. Yeah, yeah. And his name is Thomas O'Malley. His name was Thomas O'Malley. Did really you, nice guy. Did you learn anything about his story at all? Anyth oh, you learned about that he played I with mean, Lenny. I mean, played with Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you learned a connection that he knows Lenny. Exactly. Praise God. Yeah. Something so simple. Anybody else got a, a stranger encounter yesterday? Pastor Antonio? I went to a birthday party and somebody said, Antonio. And I was like... Um, hi. <laughs> I was like, how do you know my name? How do you know my name? <laughs> but it was my friend's friend. A friend's friend. Did Actually, you? three people came up to me. Did you learn like, their Hello? name? Did you learn their name? I, I don't remember their name. You don't? <laughs> Cindy? Get the mic. Thank you. The day before yesterday, I saw a couple of the young students in my building. And I didn't, I said hi to them and I spoke to them, but I didn't get their names. So last night, when in the midst of everybody in the parking lot, I went up and reintroduced myself to them and met the two young ladies. And I told them because they're from home, I always tell the kids, I live in 202. If you need something, come and ask. Did you learn their names? Yes, Samantha and Kavya. Samantha and? Kavya. Kavya, praise God, praise God. Our simple day-to-day -day encounters make a difference because now Samantha and Kavya know that they can go to Cindy's house and, and get some help if they need some help. Now we know a friend of Lenny's named Thomas that we didn't all know before, a new connection, right? 
knowing. And we're Facebook friends now. Oh, I mean, y'all don't want to be Facebook friends, <laughs> praise God. Knowing people's name is one of the simplest ways to know and to serve God. Do you all, who wants to be used by God today? Who wants to help somebody today? Who wants to point somebody to Jesus today? Who wants to let somebody know you care today? It all starts with their name. I know that sounds kind of lame and kind of silly, but if you know somebody's name, they are more willing to engage with you and talk to you and share their life story with you. And they're also more willing to open up to you and to receive input and advice from you. Do you normally take random advice from strangers? If somebody came up to you right now and just started telling you how you need to live your life and what you should be doing, you would look at them and say, you don't even know my name. How are you giving me advice? I don't know your name. But when we know people and we know their names, it begins a relationship. Say begins a relationship. Begins a relationship. You see, learning people's names encounters is a challenge for us. So I'm going to give all of us a challenge. Say challenge. Over the next six hours, hours, what time will it be in six hours? Five o'clock. Five o'clock. I want you to learn at least five new names. Is that too many? Okay, four. Two, 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 you, you got, oh, she took us back up to five, y'all. What's your name? Dariah. Dariah took us back to five. She said, we can do it. <laughs> she young though, y'all. She might be like, she got the young brain. <laughs> How about we do this? We compromise somewhere between two and five. Not one, more than one. Between two and five. You can choose the number that works for you. Learn their name. Try to learn first and last name and share your name. Because if you know person's name, if you know a little bit about their story, guess what? Now you can pray for them more effectively. You know, how many people have come up to you and say, pray for me? And then we go away and we don't even pray. We didn't even learn the person's name. Sometimes we'll even say, I'll pray for you. And then later on when we praying, we can't even remember their name. So today when you learn those two to five people's names and you learn a little bit about their story, now when you're praying tonight, pray for them by name and pray for their situation and story. I think this is going to be something that really changes us and helps us to grow deeper in our prayer if we really learn to pray for people by name, to really know who they are. You know, the story starts with Zacchaeus, but I also want to mention to us the story of, of Jacob, because Jacob was in our Old Testament scripture. And if we look at this from Genesis, uh, if you guys would pull up Genesis chapter 32, verses, verse 28, Jacob was and he was, you know, in the crosshairs. He was struggling and wrestling with the Lord. And if we look at verse 28, if you would bring up 28. Let's read this together. 
Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Sometimes God will give you a new name. When we get to heaven, not only will we have a new body, some of us may even have a new name. Jacob went from being Jacob to being Israel, and his name represented his transformation because he had wrestled with God and with humans, and he overcame. You know, love starts with a name, and it begins with a a journey for each and every one of us, and God is on that journey So if we think about the two of them together, Zacchaeus, and if we think about Jacob, God knew both of their names, and he knows your name. Why does he know our names? Because he loves us. He loves us. Tell your neighbor, God loves you. Tell your other neighbor, I love you too. And it begins by simply knowing a name. I want you to turn to the neighbor either before, be behind you or next to you and say, my name is, and say your name. And then turn to the other neighbor and say, my name is. We are going to learn each other's names over these next weeks. We're going to learn that love starts with a name. And even though you have maybe never sat with the person next to you or by by you right now, you have initiated a new relationship. Give a person next to you say, high five. We're in a new relationship. So this week we learned love starts with a name. Next week we're going to talk about love is more than a theory. It's more than a theory because love starts with a name. Let us pray. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord, that you know all of our names. And Lord, something as simple, Lord, as learning each other and growing together, Lord, It doesn't seem like a lot, Holy Spirit, but it is. It's a new beginning. You know our names, Lord. You know our every thought, Lord Jesus. You know our tears, our sadness, our joys. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that we're able to love each other, to know each other, to grow together, to love in new ways together, Lord. Love has a name, Lord Jesus. And that name begins with Jesus. We thank you and we honor you, Holy Spirit. And we give you all the praise. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. We're going to all rise together if we're able today. And we're going to join the praise team in singing this song today. As hear our prayer, our prayer. And while we're praying, if you would like to come forward and give your heart to Christ, if you want to make sure Jesus knows your name, you can come right forward today and we'll pray with you. Pastors and lay pastors will be praying with you. Or if you just want to, you have a prayer request because you do know somebody's name. You do know somebody's story and you want to pray for them right here today before you leave. We invite you to come forward. And if you don't want to come forward, we can come to you. Just raise a hand and we'll come to you.
all have encouraged our hearts today through those songs you all have sung today. Just a little bit of good news. Remember, you all, everything that's in the bulletin is for you to be reading. You saw the announcements online. You know you're going to get a phone tree and an email. So just want to highlight a few things. We are saying happy birthday to Miss Vivian this week. Vivian Smith, this is her birthday is on the 25th. Is she here today? Happy birthday, Vivian. Praise God. I want to make sure to let you all know to highlight you can get the baby bottles. Our baby bottle campaign has started with Hannah's House. And Hannah's House is a home for young mothers that have one or two children or that are pregnant that have chosen to chosen life, praise God. And so we want to support them. You can take a baby bottle with you on the way to out of church and fill it up with your change. We do have an ushers meeting right here in the sanctuary after worship and the women's association, your meeting in the chapel right after church. Um, don't forget, we do have the hot meal on Tuesday and we do need some help with the hot meal. So any other announcements that's not directly printed? Sharon? Yes, let me get your mic. Oh, Pastor Antonia. So I just want to tell you about the goodness of God and how important it is for our children to have a firm foundation in the Lord. Tell us your name before you give us your testimony. Sharon Thomas. Thank you. So this is about my son, Brian. A lot of you know him from Glenville. Yes, he was one of the little terrors at Glenville. But the goodness of God. So my son lives in Miami. He's an executive sous chef. Wow. One of the young NFL players that play for the New Orleans Saints, which is also a very good friend of the family, flew Brian in Thursday night. He catered a birthday party yesterday along with another gentleman that went to culinary school with him for 150 people. That is the goodness of God. Now, don't get me wrong. Since Brian has been in Miami, he's had some bumps and bruises along the way, as we all do. But this is the goodness of God. And this is what the opportunity that he's been looking for. Pastor Kelly, I have a business card for you. Praise God. He finally got his business cards. But, I mean, he's moving and shaking. And I thank God for that. Because without that, he would be anywhere. Wow. Thank you, Sharon. Sharon has been praying. Many of us have been praying for Brian for many, many years. And he is a change. And I'm glad you said that, Sharon, because if y'all look in your bulletins, the graduation promotion Sunday information is in the bulletin. We want to invest in our young people, amen. We want to let them know we're proud of them. And so we're going to be having Youth Sunday and Graduation Promotion Sunday, and we're going to hear all the wonderful things that our young people are doing. And not just our young people, our students, because we got some 40, 50-year-olds that's in college, amen. And we want to highlight them, too. Oh, I got a, a hand wave. We want to highlight. So if you are in school, even at the graduate level, we would like for you to fill out this form so we can make sure to... Uh, celebrate you on that day. I wanted to make sure that I gave you guys an update. Y'all see that beam is fixed on the inside, right? Still looking good. Now they're doing the work on the outside. So if you go out this door, if you just want to take a peek, those of y'all that want to see it, it is a scaffolding that's now built on the outside and they're starting the work on the outside of the church. So that will be happening. And we are also still getting that boiler fixed. It's still a little breezy in here, (laughs) y'all. 
but we still working on getting the boiler fixed. So continue to give and support the building fund. Your giving, no matter what amount it is, makes a difference. Support the fundraisers. If you haven't got a raffle ticket, make sure to see one of us that have raffle tickets. Ruth has raffle tickets. We will gladly sell you a raffle ticket. Renee, you got raffle tickets? All right. Last time I told y'all when we were here, I was going to forget something. And lo and behold, y'all reminded me when I was over by the door. So what is it that I'm not saying? (laughs) Did we get all the announcements? (laughs) All right, saints, let us all rise uh, and uh, receive the benediction. Gracious and holy God, we thank you, Lord, that you know our names. We thank you, Lord, that you know our stories, you know our past, our present, and most importantly, you know our future. Help us, Lord, this week to learn somebody else and to help someone else to know you. We pray, Holy Spirit, that we would take with us the fruit of your precious Holy Spirit, your love, your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, your gentleness, your faithfulness, and your self-control. Help us to make a difference in the lives of others. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Turn and tell your neighbor whose name you know, I'm glad you came to church today. Yeah. <laughs>